1: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law welcome back
2: sports to the max news talk a 3 a lot talked about uh in recent years about mental health and obviously as it pertains to everybody certainly inside uh, uh, the confines of professional sports as well we've been awakened uh, enlightened uh, about how it affects different players different ways, and we saw it, of course, last week. Case in point with uh, Everson Griffin, an unfortunate episode. Uh, Leo Lewis played for Minnesota Vikings for years. He's worked behind the scenes too, uh, really working with players on a lot of different issues, uh, life after football, what they see, and uh, it all ties into uh, solid mental health. And I'm not sure people realize what kind of programs there are available. Uh, to athletes out there as they go through it, and, and and why they do or don't participate in it. But Leo joins us now. Leo, thank you for joining us.
0: Hey Maxie, how you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, and enjoying enjoying the the, the post career. Yeah. Uh, let's put it that way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know you though. You're going to play golf in December here, aren't you?
0: You know what? I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. You haven't put the clubs away yet, have you?
0: No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Uh, Thank God for simulators, you
2: know. <laughs> You'll stay with it. So, so, Leo, when you were a professional athlete um, playing for the Minnesota Vikings in the NFL, et cetera, uh, do you think that, I, I mean, I mean, now we talk about mental illness, Some we, we've got heads up, we've got kind of baselines that you look for. What was it like when you played? If a guy was off and you knew something was wrong with him, you would think what about him?
0: Well, I tell you what, you know, we've come a long way in professional sports, not just in football. Uh, You know, we're talking 30 years ago, Maxie, and I think that uh, when I played in the 1980s, there was no such thing as uh, player program, player engagement, uh, even even the league considering services for players, uh, which in in some respects would follow into this kind of employee assistance programming, you know. Um, You know, certainly those those high profile players uh were were more more coveted by management and coaches so in some respects they would be given uh you know private sessions or private uh, consultations by professionals in the the uh but there was no systematic programming in the 1980s for uh NFL players mm-hmm. and uh, and and thank god there's, there's um programming abundance for current and former players.
2: Leo, Leo, what do you tell players, though? I mean, it's easy to say, uh, hey, hey, there is life after football, but it's really hard uh, once you get there and there and there's no big paycheck and you don't get to run out of the tunnel on Sunday. Uh, is there a best way for those guys to understand and to separate their identity?
0: Well, are you talking about former players?
2: I'm, yeah, when I'm talking about not? when you become a former player. And, and yep. you know you're you're the same person that you were. You yep. just don't have people telling you you're great. And you don't get to play on Sundays. I mean that, that's like coming off a cliff, and the paycheck's not there.
0: That's true, and that and that faces uh, a majority of the players. You know, not everyone to uh, be drafted in the first round and and make millions of bucks and and have a long career. Uh, you know, and uh, a substantial number of players have a career that's less than four years, and. Uh, it is about uh, several things. Um, you know, the adulation is great, uh, but many people don't ever achieve their goals as a professional athlete. Uh, they come very short. So um, quite naturally, the best opportunity to have a successful post-career is to plan for it. Uh, and that might mean to seek an alternative career or develop one. Uh, I just happen to go back to school and get graduate degrees and and develop a specialty into uh, helping athletes. Uh, others, you know, started a, a, a law degree like Tim Irwin did when, when he was playing. Yeah, you know, now or, he's a judge, uh, yeah. Yeah, or continue uh, uh, your career as a civil engineer like Steve Jordan did. And, yeah,
2: doing well for uh, the uh, Ryan off. construction, yeah.
0: Yeah, and working off in the off-season. And both of those uh, former teammates are still doing what they did when they were playing uh, uh, for the Vikings. So uh, that helped. To, to have an, uh, an alternative identity based in uh, uh, something not sport-related. Um, but, you know, many former players uh, continue in the, in the uh, industry as coaches, as scouts. Um, they, some, some go to their, get a law degree and then come back into sport and become agents or, um, you know, actually work for clubs as a league counsel. So um, there's other opportunities. Um, you know, nowadays there's many more because now players can brand themselves into personalities off the field. So um, we see that now becoming much more early with uh, college athletes uh, with the NIL becoming uh, much more prominent for for the high profile players and athletes. Uh, that's becoming a uh, an alternative aspect of their existence as um, high profile. Uh, a college and professional player.
2: now everson Griffin, when you see what happened to him, how does mm-hmm. that strike you you know twice he said obviously episodes with yeah. with, with bad uh, mental health health episodes i don't I don't want to ca- categorically say that I know yeah. what it is medically but but we know that it wasn't good. What do right. you see when you see him and, and how do you see the way out for him?
0: well, I tell you what Ben um, this has happened during the entire history of the NFL where you get individuals who have mental health issues, it's just now becoming over the last 20 years, something that the NFL has addressed systematically. Um, but it's not surprising, uh, understanding the stress that individuals have in playing professional football. And, you know, Everson has been in the league for 10 years and plus, um, uh, you know, the, the stress of managing and, and, uh, uh, managing a family, uh, raising raising kids, uh, the fact that you know you're uh, highly regarded as a, as a person of integrity, you know that 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 develops stress as well. But the game is a tough game. Uh, these guys on Sunday make it look very easy, but it's a very tough game to endure. And when you have that whole notion of durability, um, coming back from injury, coming back from mental stresses uh it makes it even tougher for someone to stay on top
2: so leo lewis if you're sitting with everson you, you know paint me a picture as to how he over football is not going to be in his life maybe ever again he right. may never play football right. ever again how, paint me a picture of how he comes out of this on the other side he's got the money he's got the family he's got all those things how, yeah. how, how does he get to a place where, where, where he's healthy
0: well i tell you what we are all believing that uh uh, and having and praying that Everson comes out of this, uh, a, a much better, um, a person and kind of understands, uh, the situation that he's in. I'm not a licensed professional and I, I think that I have to, I don't have enough information to give you any insight as to, uh, what his outcome would be or even what, what is, uh, actually the case. So I, I can't really delve into that as much because I just don't know. But at the same time, I, I think that he's going to have more resources. Uh, available to him than players have had in the history of the NFL. Um, you know, you know you talked about, you know, my career with the Vikings and when I was in the front office I was the player development director and um the personal development piece was just in its infancy in regards to how the NFL saw mental health for uh their employees, let alone their players. And uh finally in the early 2000s Um, I was part of the contingent that addressed this uh, issue so much so that we could have contacts in every NFL city for players who had a proficiency and background in working with uh, professional football players, not any other type of sport. But uh, And it was very difficult to uh, attain, to find professionals, mental health professionals in each NFL city who would be able to address and help uh, NFL players uh, with their issues. And it's not just about mental health. It's about, um, uh, therapy for wellness. Uh, most of the issues that we address with players are issues with family and friends and significant others. And, um, so, uh, we always have contended that this would be a holistic approach and, and, and thank goodness the NFL has, uh, really, uh, addressed it, Uh, continuously, and and it's improved on that because for the thousands of former players who, in some respects, still are dealing with this mental disease, um, the NFL has stepped up and provided resources for them as well.
2: Do you think, I mean, I I think sometimes the NFL gets a bad... Uh, rap because people say well they only care if they can play on Sundays and things like that Uh, Leo you've been inside it I've been inside that uh, I've seen what they provide in terms of opportunities for these players to get it right Uh, all of us would love to have the I mean you're talking about people that will come in here and teach them how to rent an apartment how to buy a car how to save money uh, how how to uh, uh, what clothes they should wear they have access to everything don't they
0: yes they do and it's, it's even greater than it was When I uh, was there with the Vikings, and I I think one of the things that we're forgetting is that the player has to decide that this is something that's going to benefit. Absolutely. You know, you can only offer it, right? Believe in it. If they don't believe in it, if they don't think it's going to work, if they uh, think that they can take care of it themselves. eventually uh it's not going to be the best that they can do for themselves and their family so um we may have that in in some of these present-day athletes and that they think they can do everything themselves um but it's always if for the last 25 years these um, benefits have been available to nfl players and their families
2: Yes, and they are incredible benefits. And and what percentage would you say in general take advantage of it? Because my feeling always has been, and I had a chance to give a couple of those classes, uh, media classes to, to the Vikings right. years ago, where I I talked to the rookie class about um, uh, what's expected of you when you do an interview, etc. And and right. the feeling that I got was. Some of them are all in, and many of them are checked out, and they're not listening to a word that you're saying, except that right. somebody told them they had to be there. Uh, h- how <laughs> how how would you handicap it? How many of them are ambitious about going? What an opportunity to take advantage of, yeah. and how many of them are, as I just described, half asleep?
0: I think the ones that you get along well with are the ones that are probably taking advantage of it, sure. and uh, those who don't who seem to be aloof and uh, unapproachable and not willing to say much are probably those who are really struggling with making good decisions uh, about their lives. But uh, it, and that's always been the case. And I think if you were to compare that to the general population, you'd probably get the same percentage sure. of people who, who just don't feel that this is relevant at, the point, at this point. Uh, I would say this, though. Uh, some of My former teammates uh, and those individuals who played when I was in the front office really believe these benefits are helping them now. Um, Is that right? You've seen done.
2: the long-standing effect of it, huh?
0: Yeah, and and, and I think it's not so much about um, the effects of playing, but just the day-to-day transitioning from being a player, where you've devoted a significant amount of your mental and physical energy at a at, in your prime, to now feeling the effects of aging, the feeling of the effects of uh, not being. Um, um uh, uh, you know, well suited or are competitive in the workplace, the alternative workplace. And, and the fact that now you've taken upon more responsibilities as a, as a parent, a grandparent in some respects, and, um, a family member. So, uh, things have certainly changed for former players, but at the same time, uh, the mental health issue is, is, is as relevant as it is in our, in our culture.
2: Last question. Who was the best quarterback you ever played with and why?
0: (laughs) Tommy Kramer could do the, he didn't have the strongest arm, but I knew the ball was going to be there when I got there. Wade Wilson had a little bit more ability and strength, but he, um, uh, you know, he didn't have a chance to play as much with the Vikings. Uh, You know, Wade ended up playing close to 20 years.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: You know, uh, I like I like Rich Gannon's uh, ability and athletic ability, and, and he would fit in the in the quarterback situation today. I wish we had a Rich Gannon in, in our in our midst. Uh, but um, uh, all three of them were were great in, in their prime and, and at certain situations. And uh, I'm just glad I had a chance to play with him.
2: Well, Tommy was a lot smarter football player than I think a lot of people realize, but his teammates realized it, right?
0: Well, he, Tommy had a lot of football sense. Yeah, I mean, and most quarterbacks do. Um, they understand the entire picture. They understand uh, what a play, uh, individual play, is supposed to do, and 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 how the other ten players are supposed to fit in the success of a play. And not everybody in their position is able to do that. Um, you know, uh, you know, the receivers, the wide receivers. We yeah, we're the we're the glamour guys. Oh, but, yeah. but it was important to know what every receiver position was supposed to do. Just in case of injuries or in case, uh, you know, the defense really allows it for us to take advantage of a certain part of the field. Um, So I think the player of today, um, if they haven't figured that out, needs to understand what the total picture um, is when when a play is developed.
2: Some do and some don't, as you say. Leo. Leo, thank you so much for some time and clearing up some difficult issues, but appreciate it always very much.
0: Well, Mike, thank you for, for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Thank you,
2: you. You bet. Leo Lewis, former Viking, and he did a lot more. That's why they call him Dr. Leo
0: Lewis.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,